in my hand Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man But the wife, she just don't understand I love walleye, perch, trout, and bass And if you don't like fishing You can kiss my mercury right in the bank Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me Cause I'm fishing for Bunyan Country Frank Snyder Jr. Memorial Muskie Tournament held on 25 lakes in Paul Bunyan Country this past weekend. Plus, we have a question for the aquatic biologist. It's all coming up next on Fish in Paul Bunyan Country. You're listening to Fish in Paul Bunyan Country, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Well, one final time, we check in with Peter Janik. He is a member of the Twin Cities Chapter of Muskies, Inc., and he's the tournament uh, director of the Frank Snyder Jr. Memorial Muskie Tournament just wrapped up this past weekend uh, throughout Paul Bunyan Country. And, and again, uh, Peter, how many lakes were involved in the, in the tournament this year? We had about 25 lakes, and uh, then there were also a few uh, river sections of uh, Mississippi and the Boy Rivers. Now, you have to choose uh, the zone you want to be in, uh, and there are several of them. Um, what was the most popular zone? Uh, of the zones that we had, uh, probably the majority of the fish came in zone number two, which was the Bemidji Cass Lake area, and almost equal number of fish out of uh, Leech Lake. Okay, um, so those are yeah, those are two you know well-known uh, uh, musky waters. Um, let's start with the number of people in the tournament. Uh, how many people participated in this year's event? We had 410 contestants. Uh, numbers are down just a little bit from last year, but uh, we had a pretty good field. It was good to see that we had so many, uh, We had, and we had a great tournament. Well, 410 people um, for, for a tournament is still an amazing number, particularly the tournament that uh, you have to commit three days to. Um, but uh, it, it looks like you got some fish, too. Yes, we uh, we caught, in total, there were 66 fish caught, which was uh, close to what we had last year. Uh, and of those 66 fish, we had seven fish over 50 inches, topping that 50-inch mark. So um, it, was, it was a really good tournament by numbers and by size. So a real good testament of how, you know, the great opportunities that we have to go muskie fishing up in the northern Minnesota. It also, I think, really underscores how different musky fishing is from fishing for virtually any other species. I mean, you had 410 contestants, you had three days of fish, 25 lakes, and 66 were caught, and, and you're considering that a pretty good number. Uh, muskies are not the easiest thing in the world to catch. No, they're not. No, they're not. And uh, most of our contestants are real diehards. They go... Tournament hours on Friday and Saturday are from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., so many of those contestants are going uh, full out for 12 hours. So there's some exhausted people at the end of the day, but they are diehards for sure. And you had a very big uh, first day when it comes to the big fish. They all were pulled in on that first day, all 750-plus inches. Yes, we had 31 fish on the first day, and they were all on day one on Friday. And uh, so it was really exciting at, as being the director and watching the leaderboard as those fish were coming in. And uh, one of the most exciting things that I thought was early in the day, we had a junior who ended up winning the juniors division, uh, Jack Dinkow, uh, 
he had a flurry of two fish uh, with just within minutes of each other, and he caught a uh, first he caught a 47 inch fish, and then just minutes later caught a 50 and a half. So you know, we're really excited to have a have a junior have that kind of success. Oh, very very cool. Um, and and yeah, two uh, two fish on a Friday, one over fifty inches. Um, what about the lakes where they where you got the big fifty plus inches? Was it spread out or was it concentrated on a couple of different lakes? Well, since a majority of contestants, I'd have to say, um, are fishing on leech, you know, a very big body of water. So uh, majority of them came from leech, but there were some other lakes. Um, Cass and Big Lake that were in that uh, other zone, that zone number two, um, that, that produced some 50-inch fish. Um, and then during the other days, I mean, it's it's not that we didn't have uh, quality fish. There were a lot of fish that were uh, pushing that 50-inch mark but didn't quite make it at 48 and 49 inches. So there were still some real quality quality fish being caught. So who was the overall champion of the Frank Snyder Jr. Memorial Muskie Tournament? The overall champion caught five muskies. Wow. Uh, the name of James Hansen. And he's uh, no stranger to the tournament. I believe it's uh, two or three years ago he also placed in first place. So uh, he's, he's quite the fisherman, and this year he was able to vote five, which is which is really quite an accomplishment. Well, when you think about it, one guy catches five out of 66. That is quite an accomplishment. And right on his heels, uh, another past uh, winner, and uh, another person that in the in in the past years here has been up on the top of the leaderboard. His name is Matt McDonald, and he had a, an incredible flurry on Friday. Uh, also, uh, three fish, two fifty inches, and one forty-eight, all uh, in the evening of, on Friday evening. So that was another incredible flurry of muskie catching. Wow. Um, what other divisions do you have in the tournament? Well, we have a uh, junior division, and, uh, and as I mentioned, we had the one junior catching that uh, 47 and 50 and a half. Mm-hmm. So he, he took honors in that division. Uh, then we have a women's bonus, and uh, Shannon, Shannon Dreyer with a 50 and a half won that uh, and also took uh, part of the grand prize. So she had quite a, quite the day. Or quite the tournament. Yeah. Oh, she took part of the grand prize too. Yes. Nice. Yes. So, uh, you know, as we talked about in earlier uh, interviews, we have uh, a cash grand prize drawing. Uh, we we uh, base that off of the contestant field, and on the pool of money, we were able to award three people with uh, three thousand eight hundred dollars. And so, not only did she take top women's honors, but she also walked away with one of the grand prizes. And uh, the other person to mention on that grand prize, we actually had a junior draw for one of the other three, uh, Chase Whitney. So so the juniors were were, uh, were quite uh, active in our tournament. They're a part, really a huge part of the tournament this year, which was exciting. It's kind of cool that, you know, anybody who catches a 40-inch or bigger muskie is in the drawing to win some of that big cash. Yes. Yes, we have some great prizes, and, and this year we uh, we had uh, a new bonus prize, the senior bonus prize. Unfortunately, we didn't have any any contestants over sixty five catching a fish, so we weren't able to award uh, a prize based on the actual uh, cont- 
uh, tournament rules, we did uh, modify that just to award the, uh, the plaques that we had. But I want to give a special thanks to the uh, Bob Kubista family family for donating uh, that particular bonus prize. Uh, it was really, really heartwarming to see they had uh, a family reunion as part of the tournament. And uh, during our awards banquet, they were all present. And it was just a really, really nice moment for for the tournament. Um, Bob was a lifelong uh, contestant of the tournament. So it was a good honor to him and, and just a really good moment to see all those people. Talking about the Frank Snyder Jr. Memorial Muskie Tournament wrapping up this past weekend on 25 different Paul Bunyan country waters. Peter Janik, the tournament director, is my guest. More with Peter later on, but up next, another good question for the aquatic biologist. Dr. Andrew Hafes of Bemidji State joins us on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Are you looking to plan a fishing trip? Look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is your year-round destination for walleyes, pike, muskie, bass, perch, crappie, panfish, and more. With over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji, come take a cast of becoming a fishing legend. While you're on your fishing adventure, come take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Discover the first city on the Mississippi... Bemidji, one step further. Welcome back to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Ask the aquatic biologist. Once again, time to ask the aquatic biologist, Dr. Andrew Haves, another question that he probably doesn't know the answer to because this is a tough one. Um, you know, what percent? the question is, what percentage of a lake's fish population is actually caught? And this takes me back to the days when you told me that great answer, the average fish is dead. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of that same same kind of question, trying to figure out, you know, fish length, li- life lengths and things of that nature. Yeah, and you know, that's one of the first places my mind went again is that on, in general, if you think of the yellow perch population in Lake Bemidji, it's a, a minuscule amount of the actual fish that are hatched that are ultimately caught. Um, but I imagine that's not really where the question was targeted. It was probably catchable size fish. What percentage of those in a fish population are actually caught by anglers? And even that question is very uh, broad, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what I'm thinking of here is that the musky population in Lake Bemidji in comparison to the yellow perch populations very vastly different in size and in how long those fish live. And so that's really going to drive the answer. I would suspect that a high percentage of the muskies that are of catchable size in Lake Bemidji get caught sometime during their life, a really okay. high percent. Mm-hmm. Some of okay. them are probably caught multiple times even. Yeah. So it might be approaching 90% is a, a educated guess, I would say. Wow. In yellow perch... I would be surprised if it was 5% of the population of catchable size fish in the lake are actually caught by anglers. And okay. again, I have no published research to verify those <laughs> <laughs> hypotheses that I just uh, shot out there. That's just my gut feeling based upon my knowledge of the size of those populations and the turnover and mortality rates. Uh, the mortality rate of the yellow perch is like 60% annual. So, okay. Um, that's so, a, so 60% of the population is dead after, in a year. Uh, yeah, it, may be, it might be 40. So it's 40 okay. to 60%. Okay. So, okay. But still, that's a, a 
wicked turnover rate, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like, uh, you know, some other species like, you know, maybe like largemouth bass or musky or, you know, that live longer. And there's not as many, maybe, particularly the musky. And I'm assuming nobody's done research on this or that, that you're aware of? Oh, no, I just haven't, uh, you know, read as much on this topic as I as some of the others. So okay. this is just these answers that I'm providing here are based upon population sizes. Yellow perch population sizes are huge. Muskie populations are small. Um, and the angler to population size ratio is probably pretty high, you know, for a muskie in comparison to the yellow perch. And so strictly numbers I'm thinking of, not, right. not published literature. So walleyes. How many walleyes? I mean, there's a ton of walleyes in a lake too, right? Yeah, but if you think about the, the food web, right, there's a lot of yellow perch and not nearly as many walleyes and not nearly as many muskies as there are walleyes. So the walleye would be somewhere in the middle there, um, maybe closer to the yellow perch end than the, the muskie end on those estimates for sure. Okay. So the smaller the fish, the more there are of them, generally. Yeah. <laughs> With this example, perch, walleye, muskie for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um you know, and I suppose a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, how much pressure a lake gets as well. I mean, if it's a, one of those hidden away in the woods that people have to snowshoe out to, you know, it's going to be different than a lake that's packed with boats every single oh, day. Absolutely. Uh, another really good example of this, too, that I could think of where the managers probably have an almost absolute estimate on this would be like the sturgeon population in Lake Winnebago, right? You know, where they have to have a quota system that are down to that level and they shut it off as soon as they reach a certain number. I mean, they probably have an ex extremely good handle on how many fish there are, how many fish can be removed and such because uh, they're such long-lived species. And if you compare that, uh, you know, to a, a walleye population in a lake that nobody fishes, right? yeah, and it's going to be vastly different. So right. lots of factors affecting the answer here. Angler pressure, population size of the fish, right, and mortality rates of those fish and, and such. So, all right. So, we have no answer. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Good information. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I, I find that interesting that you know you're thinking up to ninety percent of of uh, muskies have ca been caught at least once. Yeah, I'd be Lake surprised. Bemidji. I'd be surprised if it was lower. But you know. It'd be interesting to get a, one of the musky anglers in here from, you know, Musky Inc. or whatever and have them answer that same question. But that's just my gut feeling is that there's a, most of the muskies have probably been caught in Lake Bemidji. Well, there's not that many. They are big, and, um, you know, the guys who are fishing them are fishing them very aggressively. So. Yeah, and they're good at it. So Yeah. Well, Andy, thanks as always for your time. It's always interesting. All right. Thank you. We check back in with Peter Janik, the tournament director of the just-wrapped-up Frank Schneider Jr. Memorial Muskie Tournament, put on by the Muskies Inc. chapter in the Twin Cities and on 25 different waters here in Paul Bunyan country. We had really ideal weather throughout the whole weekend. I mean, as far as comfort level and being able to get out in the water and enjoy uh, the days. And, uh, you know, oftentimes we hear muskies being caught in really nasty weather, but sounds like they were biting in the nice weather, too. Yeah, we had some great weather. Uh, you know, no uh, real cold temperatures or any rain. Contestants had to deal with a little bit of wind on, I believe it was Saturday. But all in all, we were, we were really pleased and happy with the way the weather turned out over the course of those three days. 
Well, the uh, the tournament has come and gone for another year. What's up next for the Twin Cities chapter of Muskies, Inc.? Uh, well, we're thinking about uh, the 55th tournament, <laughs> which will happen over the same weekend, uh, the, the weekend right after the Labor Day weekend. Um, it'll pretty much uh, be as it was uh, this year. Uh, we hope to maybe get a little bit better turnout, but uh, all in all, it was just a really good and fun tournament, and we're looking forward to next year. Okay. Uh, I know the Twin Cities Chapter Muskies, Inc. does a lot of things. I know you're, you know the money raised at this tournament and other tournaments you have uh, are all used for good causes uh, to help you know, uh, muskie populations in Minnesota waters. What are, what are some of the things you're going to use that money for? Well, as part of the proceeds, we handed a check over the DNR, a $3,000 check. So they will uh, use the money um, you know, at their discretion for fisheries research, uh, stocking programs, and uh, it's not that was uh, one of the donations of many that that the chapter makes. But uh, some of the other uh, parts of the proceeds will be used for community involvement events. We uh, help uh, run an event at the veterans' home here in the Twin Cities. That's a really nice event, and then we we run some smaller tournaments for for juniors. So so those proceeds will go to some really good causes. I know you have gone uh, with uh, with the app-based tournament, and I think this was your second year of doing it that way. Uh, how how did it uh, go? Yes, it went it went pretty well, and, and it was a huge advantage on my side uh, maintaining a leaderboard to have that all automated. Um, I think generally the uh, contestants uh, that were using it felt pretty good. There were a few glitches, but I think we were able to handle them. Um, and then all in all, I think it went well uh, using that app. It's uh, the Lake Labs app. So now that uh, the tournament has come to an end, you probably can get out and go fishing now. Yes, I'm looking forward to, to being able to uh, dust my boat off and uh, get out this fall, head up north and uh, fish a little bit. Uh, do you have a cabin or a specific place you, you do your fishing? Uh, I I don't have a cabin, but uh, because of the tournament I and spending uh, more time there over the past couple of years, I've been drawn up into that area myself. So I've made uh, friends and have places to stay, and so I'll be fishing, uh, you know, mainly the Leech Lake area and Longville uh, over the fall. So I'm hoping to catch some fish myself. Besides the fish caught, did you hear from anglers as far as that they, they saw a lot of fish that, that they weren't able to catch, too? You know, sometimes those muskies are a little finicky. Yes, uh, talking to contestants, uh, most of the majority of contestants were seeing a fair number of fish and some, you know, obviously lost fish. So so uh, I think all, all in all, the fishing was, was pretty good, um, you know, of the contestants that didn't manage to boat a fish, there was enough activity to really, you know, keep them in the game and keep them focused. So, so that was good to hear as well. Anything else you want us to know about before we wrap it up? No, thanks to uh, to those that participated and uh, the people that helped uh, make it all happen, the volunteer base, and uh, we hope uh, that that uh, people will join us again next year for the 55th Frank Schneider. 
Well, again, like I, like I pointed out, um, there aren't too many tournaments where you get 410 anglers and, and that be down from years past. So uh, it tells you how, that there is a hardcore contingent of uh, musky anglers who love uh, fishing in this area. And uh, I think, you, you know, um, if we're getting even closer and closer to normal next year, I wouldn't be surprised to see a big uh, upswing in, in numbers again. Yeah, we we think that the numbers will bounce back a little bit. So yes. Well, are you uh, are you done now with your run? Or are you going to run the tournament again next year? I think uh, as director, I'll, uh, this was the last one I'll do, or at least for now. <laughs> uh, so somebody else will be stepping up next year to become uh, the tournament director. I'll have some capacity, but not as director. Well, Peter, I thank you for taking time the last couple of years to check in with us uh, several times and keep us abreast of what's going on with the tournament. And uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, it's a great tournament. We love having it up in our area. I, I don't think anybody uh, complains about it uh, because it, it does do so many good things for us. And, and you know, we do. We, we have great musky fishing up here, and, and, and it's just a lot of fun to be able to put that spotlight on our area. So thanks to the Twin Cities Chapter of Muskies, Inc., and, uh, and to you, Peter, and uh, best of luck get, when you get out on the water this fall. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the air. Well, just a reminder that this is our final week of Fish and Paul Bunyan Country for this year. It'll go from daily to weekly starting next week on Thursday. And then again on Saturday, we'll have Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5. And, of course, available via the podcast at Podcast One or on the Pod MN app or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and be listening this week for some great, great shows. Tomorrow we've got Isaiah Hahn of You Bet Fishing Guide Service in the Park Rapids area. We've got Steve Matson talking Grand Rapids area fishing later on in the week. Eric Osberg on Ottertail County fishing. And Edie Everett, she is the Bemidji Area Fisheries Supervisor. She'll be in Friday to wrap up this year's uh, Fish and Paul Bunyan Country with the State of the Fishery. That'll do it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us. And congratulations to our final Fish and Paul Bunyan Country trivia winner of the year, Casey Trout of Max, Minnesota. Casey knew that the southernmost state that has muskie in its waters is Alabama. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Talk to you tomorrow.